Hey, passengers, here's a fun fact for you. Uh, this episode uh, is actually the second half of a really long recording. Uh, this is the episode where we were like, you know, maybe these layovers have gotten so long because we want to do so much that we should just like intentionally split them in two from here on out. So this is going to be the last like singly recorded layover. So there's a kind of like a Hannah and Stefan in this one. But that's just because, uh, you know, there was a good amount of guy in the previous one. And also, we're going to jump right in with Bloodline Witch stuff with Elaine, which was uh, a high emotion time, uh, which I honestly, I think that kind of worked out with us splitting these episodes because last episode, there were a lot of uh, jokes uh, about dicks. Now in this one, we were like, spend the first like half an hour uh, in like big feelings town. Thank you very much for uh, understanding and also understanding uh, my horrible uh, editing times. I, I don't know if we're like officially going to be like monthly or whatever, or like exit bi-weekly. Uh, if you must think of something, we're currently we're currently tri-weekly, as in I'm going to try uh, to get stuff out, you know, in a timely manner. Thank you for listening. Uh, please enjoy. Yeah, I, we've done not no particular content warnings, uh, I suppose. Although the first uh, half an hour or so of this episode. Uh, does involve some tearful uh, and, and highly emotional like reunions of family. So yeah, uh, I suppose then then that case, there's your content warning if you've got uh, family stuff. At the base of a cliff, the black sands of Severus melt into the deeper darkness of the inner void sea. The blue reflection of the lightning barrier would be a passerby's only indication of where the sable shoreline ends and the inky waters begin. Awaiting a ship from nearby Scovlin, a trio congregate on the sands beneath the bridge. To pass the time and give her thanks, Elaine, the bloodline witch, makes preparations. Before she leaves, she will bestow her miraculous miserable gift. The spirit of a blood relation. Yeah, so Drix, uh, yeah, you did crime. You're hired for crime. Tell me sure there are no witnesses for Elaine. At the same time, Andrel, you'd know exactly where Elaine would be if you wanted to to meet up. Does that could be around long, though? Yeah, I think Andrel will go. No, Drix gets there first. What kind of role would you do to ensure that nobody witnesses Elaine getting onto a boat? Probably still within the lightning barrier, but like down a cliff or whatever. I would say finesse. Finesse. Uh, so what, what are you doing, you think? I think what I'm going to do is uh, put Elaine in kind of a cloak situation and then, like, use my body to block Elaine from, like, most pa- most view- passerbys and viewers. All right. Make your roll. Let me make this damn roll. That would be a... that's a a two and a two and a two for my stats so that is a lot so if i'm there can i assist you're not there yet sorry so uh minus one to your roll for side job stuff 
You do a bad job of it, I'm not gonna lie. A bad enough job that, Andrew, you immediately are like, huh, why is Elaine hiding in, in Drix's cloak? Hey, Drix, why is Elaine hiding in your cloak? This man's been sent by Tiff to make sure that nobody sees me when I get on the boat. I mean, I saw you immediately. All right, then. I suppose that there could be a little bit of, of work there. Yeah. Oh, what's what this voice? I suppose there could be... What's her fucking voice? Um, What is her goddamn voice? Yes, this man is here to help me along my boat. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. I guess I didn't get it super off. Um, oh, well, I suppose there's always next time, then. Do you think you could help us, Andrew? Uh, probably. I'm sneakier than him. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. You just, just help out. Yeah. I'm not getting paid for this. Um, Ms. Elaine? Yes, Andrew? Sorry if this is, like, rude, but you're, you're like, the bloodline witch, right? That is correct. I am the bloodline witch. That is, um, a way to put it. My parents died when I was really little. Do you think you could tell me anything about them? Oh, uh, okay then. I mean, you don't have to. No, no, I, I can. I, I just suppose that might be very personal, uh... Mr. Adric, do you two know each other? Oh, yeah. We hang out. <laughs> yeah, no, Drix is cool. Andrew, I, I, I hope you understand that I would not simply be uh, telling you about your parents. I would be summoning them forth if they exist in any sort of way. Well, they won't, like, hurt them or anything, right? No, no. When the witch comes calling for certain spirits, it might even restore their minds for a time. Oh, then, yeah, I mean, yeah. And this is not too personal for, for me, not too personal for Ad... All right, yes. Your your parents, yes? If you can. I did not know that you, uh, that you had gone through this. I try not to, like, tell that many people because sometimes when I tell grown-ups, they try to adopt me, and I find that very annoying. I could see how that is. Yeah. If I could have your hands, please. Angel gives her her hand. I'm going to prick your finger a little bit. Okay. There's a little bead of blood. <laughs> she gets that little bead of blood and she um mixes it with a little inkwell. I'm going to invite, if I can, your two closest relatives. Hmm. She writes up some Scavic runes. She does not on a nearby rock, nearby a cliff. She says some hushed words in Scavic and says some. Um, if anybody would like to visit Andrew Anderson, come, if you please, and stay only as long as you wish. You have my word that you will pass unmolested. From the void sea, looks like a, a wave, but it's, uh, it's, it's a blue mass that rises from the black. And it, it uh, almost flops like a, like a fish as it exits the water. The flopping motion is really just the shape of this blue blob slowly forming into a man, an Aruvian man, dressed like a sailor. Looks to be, I guess Andrew probably couldn't tell if somebody's in their 30s, but older than Drix, but not that much. He um, looks up like a man who's come back from like a, a shipwreck or something. He looks around uh, and he says, uh, why do you call me, witch? Where am I? You see Elaine actually uh, at this, her, her like jaw tenses a bit. 
Uh, and she closes her eyes and she says, um, my name is Elaine. I have called you here to see a member of your bloodline. This should be your daughter, Andrew Anderson. With whom are we speaking? And the man stands up. My name is Vondel. I don't have a child. I don't have a daughter. I don't have a... Is it possible there was a mistake? No, no, there's no mistake here. You may not believe it's Vondu, but this is your daughter. The, the blood of your blood. He stares at you. Who's your mother? Um, I, I don't know. I'm an orphan. You're a witch. Should the mother not be here? I am uh, terribly sorry to you both. But if she did not come with my call, then it is most likely that uh, her spirit had been silenced or her body cremated at the time of death. You don't know who she was? He begins to approach you. He goes to reach a hand as if to feel your hair. But of course, nothing comes of it. It just sort of like flutters about. What year is it? 891. How old are you? I just turned 14 a few months ago. He kneels down a little bit, eye level at you. You had to be born in Cloudspire, right? Yeah. He sits and looks down uh, pensively for a bit. Uh, and without looking up at you, he says, uh, I'm not that kind of sailor. I didn't, I didn't have a lady in every port. If you are my kid, then I can only assume that your mother was Iana. Iana. Iana means it means beauty. You know the dragon. A little bit. I started learning it not that long ago. You were a sailor. Yes. On a Leviathan. I guess I'm just chumming the water now. That's cool, though. I've met Leviathan hunters. Yeah, we're we're a particular sort. I think the last one I met, he was, um, he had a crystal tooth, um, and he kept, he's, he was really weird. You've got to get kind of weird when you do what we did for a living. That makes sense. Iana, your mother, uh, she liked the water. Do you like the water? I haven't really seen much of it. I like what I have seen. He uh, leans forward a bit. He's still like kneeling to look at you. Or rather, by now, now he's like looking back up at you. She always compared my eyes to the sea, but I've been at sea, so I didn't really like that. But your eyes, I can see the stars from the bottom of the sea. I can't really tell if there are stars in your eyes because you're all blue. I can see them in yours. I only saw her when. We were on shore. One day she wasn't she wasn't around. I assumed she had left. You spend months at sea sometimes. Yeah, I I don't know what happened. I wish I could tell you. I think I think she survived a little while. I think it wasn't childbirth. I think they got me at the orphanage when I was a couple years old. So I think I knew her for a little while. I just don't remember. 
I wish I could have known you. I wish I could have known you too. I wish I could have known her for longer. But I guess I'm I'm glad to meet you. It's not a good sign that that look is so familiar. I see her in you when you Every time I leave, I should cry. Every single time I come back, I should cry. And I came back and there was nobody to cry for me. I had to do it myself. I mean, I've cried a lot for both of you, so... So... I don't remember. I don't remember her and I never knew you. So I guess I can't say there's someone who still remembers you, but I... I, I do love both of you. There's still someone that loves you. I didn't know about you, but I loved you too. <laughs> Thanks. I guess. I don't really know what to say when someone says I love you after you already said that you love them. <laughs> We would talk about what we would do when I was done. I suppose we talked about you. If I, if I had a choice, I don't think I would have called you Andrew. I don't even know if that's what she called me. I had a friend at the orphanage who told me recently that what I thought was his name wasn't his name. What would you have called me? I probably would have thought to call you Iana like your mother, but she probably wouldn't have liked that. So I think I'd like to call you Roan, if that's all right. Roan. Because it feels like, feels like I've already loved you. It's pretty. It means childhood before, alive, and another life. I guess that's nice. Maybe we knew each other then. I think she turns to Elaine. How long does this last? Elaine um, shakes her head, motions over to uh, the runes that she wrote on the stone, washing away. And drill nods. Thank you for coming. Thank you for calling. I would have loved you, Rowan. I have loved you. <laughs> yeah, me too. He's gonna fade away. With this tide. Thank you. Of course. Of course, Andrew. I, I think I'm gonna head back to the train if that's okay. She uh, grabs you in an embrace. Thank you for everything you've done for me. And I'm. I could never. I can never fully repay you. I'd be right back at you. <laughs> Andrew, if you uh if you ever need to talk about that. It's okay. <laughs> you seem really nice. You did. And I know their names now. I'm really happy you have that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think she's gonna take a minute by herself. Sounds good. I'm gonna go blow my nose. God damn. <laughs>
I wasn't blowing my nose because I knew Andrew wouldn't have tissues, which means I'm covered in snot. Oh, Hannah, that was so good. <laughs> oh, fuck. God, got me fucking misty-eyed. Drix. <laughs> Yo. So yeah, you, you just witnessed turn. that whole display. <laughs> <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> wow. I never know if it is better not to know that sort of thing. Nah, I think... I think in the long run, Andrew's going to be better off. She's been her whole life not knowing. And honestly, that's not really fair to her. Do you wish for anything from the blood language? I don't know. Um... I don't know who I'd talk to. Uh, You're a Severosi magician, yes? You can tell, eh? <laughs> Tiff sent you. Yeah, you're right. That makes sense. Yeah, that's me. Do you have parents growing up? Yeah, I I, I have parents. They're, it's kind of a low-key, more it takes a village kind of situation, though. <laughs> but they're alive. My master's uh, threatening to go into the eternal sleep, blah, 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 blah. But he hasn't actually done it yet, so. <laughs> I guess if you got anything I could learn from, maybe. There's always wisdom in those who came before. Well, then. Uh, Is that all you desire? I guess. I guess give it a whirl. Because. It'd probably be stupid to give up a chance at answers. Probably take just a little too much for granted, you know? Just going to prick finger. I'll call forth somebody who is older, perhaps, further back. She says her things, writes on the rock, and uh, up from the earth, like a rock, the massive blue parts of it, like chip away like a statue being created. It begins to rough out the shape of a woman. A woman that to the audience, I guess, would look a lot like Drix. Not only due to a family resemblance, but also because she seems about the same age as Drix is right now. Um, hey, hi, um, I don't know you. I'm terribly sorry, partner. I have not been myself in quite some time. Well, what year are you from? The age of the Silver Cup. Oh, that's a uh, that's a long time ago. I didn't expect to talk to anyone like that old. Talking to a witch. All right, a witch has brought me back together. Who might you be, partner? I'm Sarah Jane. <laughs> Sarah Jane Belial, I suppose. I'm Adric. Adric Belial. It's spelled S-E-R-A-J-A-Y-N-E. <laughs> I, love, I love you, Greg. I love you so much. <laughs> so uh, I guess you're probably my great, 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 and so on. <laughs> Let's just say greater grandmother. Oh, well, aren't you a bit haughty? Aren't I a bit haughty? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. It's fine. She uh, looks up. And she says, all right, all right, sun's still out, I see. Yeah, I haven't made much headway on putting it back. 
This is Severosi Sand. Those boats still coming? Over from Macaros? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Ah, but I bet you put a stop to it. Um, not really. What do you mean, not really? And she, like, looks and she sees the big <laughs> rail thing. What in tarnation is that? Uh, um, you're going to need to be a little more specific. <laughs> that big metallic contraption. The train? Yeah, that thing. What, what in tarnation is going on here? Oh, wow. Okay, so you you were before all the, the rails across all the countries? Before uh, the rails? Yeah, so um, think about it like a, like a minecart, right? But like bigger and faster and going across all of the different places around the Imperium. Oh, you got pushing it, a giant? Nah, it's, it's like this energy that you get out of ghosts. Oh, all right, all right, all right. We have fire on the front, though, because, you know, we're, we, we, ours is nice. We're, we're, oh, all right, all right, all right. So Belial built the, we built the railroad, get up to Scotland. All right, all right. Belial didn't build the railway. Did the Scotlanders build the railways? No. It seems like you're dodging the question of who built the railways. Akaros built the railways. Akaros built the railways? Akaros built the railways. I'm going to have to ask you right up front. Adric, Belial, greater, possibly greatest grandson of mine. So far, yeah. Probably. Did that immortal emperor, did he build the railways or have you dethroned him? Is it peace? Is it peace time? Did we do peace? We... Are we free? Everybody free? <sighs> the Immortal Emperor built the railways. The Immortal Emperor built the railway. Listen, I know. I know. The elders are always saying that kind of a problem's gonna be solved in one life. <laughs> you get the traditions going, train the children. Let the young do the work, let the elders do the thinking. And it's still going, it's still going on. Yes. Tell me there's progress. Okay, but well, well, I'm, I'm going to need you to, to define progress. Are you still just knocking the boats out of the water, or are we any closer to dealing with this whole emperor business? We're, well, on the one hand, kind of, and on the other hand, no. We're kind of a little closer to dealing with the Emperor, maybe, hopefully, possibly. Well, that's great. That's, that's, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. But it seems like that's put, uh, that's put all of Belial in massive danger. For a shot, though, right? Well, maybe. I don't, yeah, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna try, but is it worth it? Belial's just a place. But Belial's also a people, and those people might get slaughtered. But if it's doing what they've been meaning to do, I died knocking them boats out of the water, and you telling me you got a way to end this? I was on the defensive. You're going on the offensive. Ball's in your court. I'm sorry, sorry. Uh, tumbleweed, tumbleweed's in your, in your court. 
Y'all still Tumble Rumble? Yeah, of course we still Tumble Rumble. Tumble Rumble's never gonna die. Damn right. You know, I don't mean to brag. I was a pretty good rumbler back in the day. Yeah, I'm not too bad myself. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, Sonny. I can, I can show you a few moves. Oh, okay. All right. Might have to, might have to call you up. But I'll show you how we, how we do things back in the day. But tell me, the elders, they, they, they thought of it? Thought of it? Thought of what? The way to, way to fix it. We've got an idea. We learned how to hurt him, kinda. Learned how to hurt him. Hot dog, that's great. But it's scattered all over the world. Of course, of course. Well, that that don't worry none. That's why. That's why you're on his rails. That's why you're traveling around on that man's rails. Sure. My greatest grandson, going on across the world, gonna get that. Mortal Emperor. You died doing this, right? Of course. Did you ever think about just kind of settling down? Maybe living your life? Well, this was my life, Drix. Can I call you Drix? Yeah. Of course you can call me Drix. <laughs> right, you better call me Sarah Jane in full. Or greater grandma. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, Grammy. Oh, Grammy's great. <laughs> I'm going to tell it to you straight, Tricks. You can live your life and fight for something at the same time. Hell, I had I had kids. I had kids and they had kids and eventually they went to you. Yeah, I guess you're right. That's what makes us the tribe of Belial, you know? We're gun informer and we're going to fix everything. There's time to live life. I don't know if that's true anymore, though. We've been hiding for decades, maybe even centuries. Hold up in a magic fortress and just kind of hiding. That is the saddest cod slam story I've ever heard. It's not so bad. It's, we, 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 you know, we know how to tame the land, make it our own. Tame the land? The immortal emperor's done tamed you! It's hide or be hunted. Hide or be hunted. You just said you got a way to stop it. Well, yeah, maybe. You look at a Severosi horse, Severosi horse ain't afraid of nothing. That's true. He'll bite a ghost. He'll bite a little I know a Severosi horse will bite a damn cod slamming ghost, but we're not horses, okay? <laughs> we can't just gallop in a direction and bite the head off a ghost. You have to play it smart. You have to be methodical. All that. Don't you understand? You are horses. You're Severus. Every single one of you. Don't the elders teach you nothing? When we die, we become everything. Cot slam dirt. All darn trees. We become the horses. Well, I'm not trying to become nature now. I'm trying to have friends and family that I care about, but... You don't care about them enough to make a better world for them? I want to. I do. And I'm I'm trying. Gosh darn it. But I don't know if it's possible. We have a fairy tale. Something to hope for. And I 
I'm happy for that, but I don't even know if it's going to work. I don't know if we'll find this Booker guy. I don't know if we'll be able to get the Shard of Lamb Ring. I don't know if we're actually going to be able to even damage him once we do it. I don't know if I'd be able to stop the boats. I don't know if you'd be there centuries later, but I did it because I love my friends, my tribe. I love you, you cod slam idiot. <laughs> oh, I bet you were pretty cool taking down the boats. Damn, Skippy, let me tell you, you just do a little frozen water spike, tore up them boats real good. Oh, that's a pretty neat trick, actually. That makes a lot of sense. Probably wouldn't work on a train, but like maybe I could just like... Uh, what kind of wood they made out of? Uh, they're, they're, they're like metal, actually, like big metal contraption. Like all the way through? All the way through. How does it move? Oh, uh, you know, you... It's too heavy to move. No, 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 you, you, just, you just push it with the electricity and bam. God, slam it. I know. It's crazy. A lot harder to take them down, though. Which, good and bad thing. We had to fight a ghost one. That was weird. My grandson's got one of the Emperor's trains. How you like that? Oh, man. I'm, I'm proud of it. And maybe one day, people will talk about the pride of Duskwall as the train that took down the Immortal Emperor. Pride of Duskwall. Yeah. <laughs> Drix like looks around real quick just to make sure. Oof. Oh yeah, cool. Nobody nobody's listening. <laughs> Don't worry, it's it's just me. <laughs> I'm wanted for murder. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Sonny, I don't think I got much more time around here. You're uh you're fading, huh? I am. I wish I could give you what you want and tell you that it's all right and that you don't got to do nothing. I can't make you do nothing either. But but if I don't do something, I'm going to know that I should have. A lot of magicians before you, myself included, have been working towards this fairy tale that you're, that you're nervous about. And I understand that's a scary thing. I, I've been scared. I didn't think it was always going to work. But I'm just... I'm, I'm, Please just punch to see that see that you got something. I am kind of happy that uh, there might be a light at the end of the tunnel. I want to give a better world to the people around me. I just the weight of the world on your shoulders is uh, heavy. You're not carrying it alone. As she says that, looks like she's getting shorter at first as she slowly slowly sinks back into the dirt, leaving like a cloud of blue dust. Damn. Can't believe she's wittier than me. I suppose you had to get it from somewhere, huh? <laughs> yeah. Definitely wasn't going to be Orleans. There's um, noises on the wind that you can hear from the cliff. Elaine cocks her ear like it's some kind of signal. Uh, and you can very faintly, in the dark, uh, a boat approaching. Those are my countrymen. Here to bring me to Ardavaid. Or I'll be safe. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're going to make it out. And for what it's worth, uh, I appreciate the chance. I didn't use to kill people. You know, that's not a regular thing I do. I kind of gathered you seem like generally kind of a nice person. And overall, you don't really meet too many people who are murderers. But you seem like a fine one. <laughs> I understand your struggle with the struggle 
When Tiff came to me, I, I didn't want to do it. But then I thought about all the scofflingers behind me, about the Unity War. Well, they'd be happy if I was happy. So I'll be sure to do that too, but... Yeah. When the opportunity arrives, you just need to make sure that you can live with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you're right. That's fair. Thank you very much, Trix. Thank you, Elaine. Thank Andrew for me. I'll be sure to tell her. She'll, she'll be fine. She's strong. Make sure that she's not just strong, but she's living her life and that she's happy. Believe me, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that girl has the world. Yeah, Elaine heads down to meet the boat. We here at Ghosts on a Train would like to take a moment to bring you a message from our friends at How to Make a Literal Cat in Your Favorite RPG. Hey, I'm Joel. And I'm Austin. Do you like tabletop role-playing games? Have you ever tried making a character to play in one, but aren't sure if you're doing it right? Well, we can't help you with that. But, do you like cats? Do you like breaking rules? Do you like breaking rules so that you can play as a literal cat in your favorite RPGs? Now that is where we come in. Every other week, we take a look at a different game and try to get as close as we can to making just a normal cat. And we'll happily break a few rules to get there if necessary. We are How to Make a Literal Cat in Your Favorite RPG. Available most places podcasts can be found. Oh, okay. And so this is just my own mental note. Uh, yeah, we've got to do Courier for you two next. But also before that, Trade for Pip. And that's it. Okay. That's it. Then we're good, baby. And then we're good. Go, go, go. Then we're good. And at least some of that will be back to goofs, probably. From there, Pip. And once again, there is, uh, I don't know if I was going to say fan favorite, but <laughs> hand favorite for Mira Jan. Hand? Hand. Like I asked Hannah. Uh, well, I, I, she's not my favorite. <laughs> By special request. I specifically didn't take a trade job because you said... You like when other people encourage encounter in your JN. I guess. That's true. Howdy there, cowpoke. Haven't seen you much around these parts, drifter. You just blow into town like a tumbleweed. Pip immediately, like, kind of pauses and, like, starts looking around. It's like, is is someone watching? Ha <laughs> Just you, pard. Well, and I suppose also, Mr. Geist. Hmm. You're Pippin McKeel, right? This, this me. It's my understanding, uh, on account of the fact that Mr. Geist doesn't often use uh, the eye, and she points towards uh, a device that looks reminiscent of the spirit box uh, with an opening blue crackling electricity in the shape of an eyeball. You and Mr. Geist have a, have a special relationship, and... Um, it appears he's got something that he hasn't even told me about. What he needs you to do? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. There's the beep, 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 of telegraph stuff. And it's like, uh, like a typewriter automatically types out like the beeps into the telegram, like a telegram. Pip takes like one step away, kind of like shuffling from the the, the box. That is just like crackling with energy. <laughs> I 
can't believe Pip is fucking Mr. Geist. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put that kind of energy out into the world. You, hey, hey, hey. Remember that Ship and Pippin chart? Oh, God. <laughs> Ship and Pip with the faceless Mr. Geist. Hey. Is, that's okay. Okay, you know what? That was my chart. I kept that chart, and I never authorized that name. All right. Well, uh, Mr. Mr. Geist says, uh, McKeel, pleased to see you. Stop. I have need of your skills as a line bowl. Stop. Enter the ghost echoes at this coordinate. Stop. There you will find a hula he. A hula A hula he. Well, that's uh, a that's kind of a, a, a dorg that we used to used to breed to run on wheels and power things like hydraulics. But we don't we don't use hula he's no more. You know, electricity's too good. They're practically extinct, too. Oh, hold on, there's another another one for Mr. Guys here. Beep, 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 beep. Ramira JN will accompany you <laughs> as she is knowledgeable of the dork that I seek. I feel like your accent is kind of drifting in and out. Oh, don't worry, pard! Uh, that's just the old sun beating down on. Oh my god. Listen, I, 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 it's put upon accent, okay? It's put upon accent, whatever. I don't, Mr. Geist, I don't, I don't think I need to, I don't think I need to go with a line bowl into the ghost echoes. And then there's like a lot of paper, a lot of paper. She's like, okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm shucks. Terribly sorry, Mr. Geist. Plum obliged that you picked me for this job. Let us go now, Pip and McKeel. Fan favorite Ramira under the 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 eternal hand of capitalism. <laughs> was was You're that all being mean to her when she's just a put upon employee? <laughs> was was that let's go, Pip and McKeel in the paper, or was that you saying we should go now? I, I think we should go now. I would like to go. Okay. What uh? What will you roll to uh? To find this dorg? Yeah, we need to. You need to enter some ghost echoes because this is an extinct breed of dorg. To enter the ghost echoes, reach into the past, kind of like uh, how Fishbone and uh, the by hooker crooks mm-hmm. uh, did that heist that one time. I mean, you know, I gotta do steel, right? Sounds good. Like literally just. Try and just will myself in. Mm-hmm. Which ones do you don't you want to do? Oh, also, how many how many chits are you spending on the, for this? I'm just gonna do uh, three. More than enough chits to spare. Cool. So that's that's how many rolls you'll get for this one. Cool. Then yeah, steal to start off with just for entering. I think rage, lose control, or do unintended harm is the one that I do not want to do. Sounds good. That is a seven plus two. That is a nine. I don't want to jinx myself, but I might have to just start rolling with these two dice. They they're working out very well for me. Yeah, uh, you can also be, you spent more chits, right? So like you you can roll two more times. Oh, I, I was assuming that was my like entered into the ghost field and I was gonna do other things. Uh, I mean, it's it's a side job, so you're just going to quickly, quickly do it. All right. I'll, I'll give it another attempt. 
And it's just take the highest, or...? Yeah, take the highest. Cool. Uh, six plus two, eight. And that one is a 12. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, so, so, so what does it look like exactly? The, entering these echoes of it's 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 a old house. So tapping into the ghost field is not easy or pleasant or particularly enjoyable. But I think I think in this particular instance, because uh, Pip had did this like once or twice before, uh, once with like the the mailer demon, maybe once before off screen. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? But Pip knows two things about this. One, you gotta be loose. And two, you kind of just gotta ignore whatever's being shown to you. Pip's got like a, a pocket of smelling salts and a handle of vodka, uncaps it, chugs as much as possible, hands it to the associates. <laughs> Mira Jan, yeah, she's freaking out. Her pupils are like far too wide, taking over the whites of her eyes. You're sort of like leading her along mm-hmm. as she's looking at the fucking fish skeletons wending their way between apartment buildings. Would, would you say these are fish bones? <laughs> Not my intention, but yes. <laughs> um, it, you know you have to do a little fish bone line now, just like quietly in the background. Just a little fish bone line now. <laughs> Eventually, eventually, like as as you're dragging her along, there's a very high pitchel, and she's like, "Oh, that's 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 the hooli. You can tell because it's got it's got mud shops, whiskers, but also the mustache is trimmed." You, you sure you don't want a, a bit of this? You just been sniffing the bottle. It it helps. No, no. Vodka takes like markers. Listen, no matter what, as soon as this is over, whatever is down is going to come up. It can be a pleasant or an unpleasant experience. Time is already going up. You think it's down. You think you're standing on the floor of the present, but you're actually just going up, 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 deeper into the past so fast you loop around. It's your own future. Anyways, put it put it in this bottle. Or it's it's less a bottle, a big it's like a it's like a capsule. Yeah. This thing is smaller than a bread box. Is it is it a Pokeball? Is it a, a Geisterball? <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. It's it's it, it's like more advanced spirit bottle technology. Yeah, doggy doggy doggy. <laughs> and we will see how Mr. Geist takes it. Uh, be sure to write down that you're going to have a plus two to your roll when it comes to side job. Cool. For uh, Andrel and Drix, we're just going to cut right to the action, so to speak. Normally, the now-deceased Judge Cyrus Day would hire for Courier uh, as sort of the seat of that sort of power here in Severos, but uh, this darndest thing happens. Sometime before the feast, at least Drix will know, Crowl in his body once he uh, got his way, committed suicide. So as a result, the desire for capital C correspondence and all that sort of stuff is gone. But post office still leaves things delivered. 
So you two have been given some Akarosi goats, large goats that a person can ride, uh, to ride them up into the highest points of the highlands uh, here in Tiermore uh, to deliver to some folks that uh, that don't normally get their mail. You're clomping out with your goats. Probably the first time you two have like been together since the uh, the bloodline ghost situation. The goats making goat noises. Oh, um, well, loud, right? (laughs) Yeah, a little bit, huh? How you doing, Little Spurs? Better now, I think. Glad to hear that, at least. I can't stop thinking about it, though. Yeah, I, um, I figure it probably is going to stick with you for a while. Mm -hmm. Andrew, there's particularly uh, intimidating set of uh, cliffs and hills and things to, to clamber up. Yeah. Uh, but your goat's got some pep in its steps. So uh, you're you're in front of uh, Drix. Could you roll me something to get up this? Finesse? Sounds good. Um, that's an 11. Yep. All right. One chip for me. Yeah, which one do you uh, not want to do? Um, impressively. Okay, just uh, matter-of-factly, mm-hmm. in your conversation, you... Hendrix is able to follow behind a similar path. I honestly... I honestly never thought about them much, my parents. I mean, it didn't feel like it mattered, really. I never knew them. I kind of get that in a weird way, right? You're so disconnected from them from the start. It was like, it's what did it really matter to you, huh? It's hard to miss something that you never really had, but... Is it harder not to miss them now? Yeah, I think so. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting me to hit me like that, but it, it did. But what I said to him about, about loving him... I don't think I realized that was true until I saw him, but, but it was, and, and now I know, and now that I know him, I can't help but wonder about my mom, I can't help, I cannot but wonder what she, how she died, what she named me, I don't know if she named me what my father would have. I keep trying to remember her and I get little bits a couple notes of a song or a touch but nothing I can grab onto really Drix, you're able to uh, spot it pretty quickly because, you know, grow up, up around here in particular, but this is Severus looks like there are some snakes kind of lurking in some of the, the, the brush around here could you roll me something to... to help spot the snakes and make sure your goats safely make it. Yeah, I'm gonna like sweep, I'm gonna sweep my lasso across the ground in front of them, just kind of like mark this is a, this is a danger zone for them. Cool. How many chits? Uh, so we'll go with finesse for that. That would be a nine plus two. That's an eleven. Alright, which one do you want to do? 
we'll do it to greater effect and avoid compromise cost. Sure. So Drix, you're gonna need to take the lead. Your journey together slows down a bit as Drix is like marking out with lasso about the snakes. Andrew, hold on to those bits, the little pieces. I'm gonna try. You never know when more will come to you and there may be ways of figuring stuff out. Do you remember any of that song? Do you think you could hum a few notes for me? Anything? I don't recognize it, but... Maybe back in Aruvia. Yeah. Maybe a trip home might be good for you. After all this. And I mean, if you ever need me to help you dig the roof crap. He looks around both ways. I'm sure there's a pretty large amount of magicians who wouldn't mind helping you dig stuff up using a little bit of hocus pocus. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Jix. It's nothing, Little Spurs. You are right about uh, how much you love someone sneaking up on you. Yeah. You guys uh, make it to the uh, Highland community. Like, they're still technically within the lightning barrier, but they're pretty separate from most of the rest of the city. I know. I don't say it a lot. One of the reasons I never thought much about my parents is because when I was growing up in the orphanage, I always kind of had a family. I had the other kids, but they were so come and go. They would leave and I would never see them again. And it kind of seemed like line bowling would be the same because people die so often. But you are family to me at this point. So is Pip. You guys are the same for me. And trust me, I'm not going anywhere. Hope not. Let's do our uh, side job rolls uh, and wrap up both of these two. I rolled a one. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I had a plus one though, right? From the 11? Yep. Okay, so that's something. I rolled a three. That's a minus one, right? <laughs> well, no, what was your total roll? You rolled an 11. Oh, actually, oh, from the 11. Yeah. Oh, plus yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so you got a I had a minus one on the uh, 11. So you two have the same thing. Guy? Cool. You got a plus two. That is a one plus two, so that's a three. Okay. You're all getting a rumor. Oh, boy. So, first of all, plus one favor, plus two stash. Decide that. I just want a favor. Double favor. Double favor? Can you do that? Because we did two jobs, right? Oh, right, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you roll for both of them? Yeah, shit. No, I did not ask you to roll for we rolled for the other one last time. He just counts as one job for me, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The multiple rolls. You got to a uh, uh, higher chance of better shit happening to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just going to pick one of these, actually, because we've got so many rumors already floating about. We're all about to like, fill out the rumor board, in which case, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, we can just not. Yeah. Unless you want to give like a rumor about the, the mole men. <laughs> foreshadowing for the line we just recorded. I guess just set up whatever just set up whatever we can do for like a side thing. If you got any ideas, just hit it. Actually, these two are going to be really funny because they're basically already being confirmed. Um, okay, let's do first of all, Pip. Hmm. 
Kip, you were able to return with the Hulihi. Ramira JN still feeling like, oh, like, yeah, yeah, she does throw up upon exit of the ghost echoes. It's very, very disconcerting, especially the way you guys did it, mm-hmm. which was just sort of like you being like, I am taking us through. I made it work. And uh, yeah, you return to where Mr. Geist is. The eye lights up, observing you. There's a of the uh, telegram coming through. Ramirez is like, oh, well, uh, well done, Pip. And Ramirez, stay in character, Mr. Geist. Well done, Pip and Ramira. Thanks to you retrieving the Hulahi, I will be able to use its essence as the basis <laughs> for a line of extinct dork hull toys? <laughs> All right. Yikes. Okay. In fact, tearing apart one whole thing into smaller things might be similar to what I've heard on the winds. Jesus Christ. That someone is trying to organize a union for line bulls. Bulls stampede together. And I, I look at Mr. Geist, look forward to seeing what terrifying form your parts make up. Oh. Oh. Don't, don't worry too much about Mr. Geist. He's just always saying, frankly, ominous shit. <laughs> like, look at this. Look at this. Consume the world and rise up. <laughs> oh my god. Pip, Pip nods sagely, uh, trying to keep like whatever panic inside. Free capital from the chains of the immortal emperor. Huh. Well, it's... I can't tell if Mr. Geist is base or the worst. I think he's the possible. worst, but our interests have some alignment. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Disney versus DeSantis lawsuit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Topic. No. Please cut this out, Greg. No, I think you should keep it in. <laughs> sure, I will, uh, I, will, I, will, I will probably keep it in. It should be fine. I do always love dunking on that dipshit. What's Ron DeSantis gonna do to our actual plague? Come post- for us, Ron DeSantis. You're all the way in Florida. Ronnie D, this is an official challenge. <laughs> I just don't want to speak the name of the mouse into being. That's that sounds like tempting fate. Meanwhile, you guys are delivering mail. That's pleasant community. They don't seem to all be like magicians or anything, but these Severosi seem to be living in a slightly more traditional way. So there's a lot of similar similar architecture. Seems to be similar. Like you're not handing stuff off to like families. You're handing stuff off to like people. Uh, so there's a bit similar like family structure or, or here. With like the whole it takes a village scenario. There's a bottle tree, but not really magic on it, it seems. It's just mostly done out of habit and belief. One such person that you're handing stuff off to says, uh, 
Oh, thank you so much. I've been waiting on this. Oh, it's nothing, partner. I've been I've been waiting for results here. Over in Severn, there's this witch, right, that she could call ghosts from your bloodline. But get this. I'm trying to call down my own mother. She couldn't do it. Not my bloodline. So now I'm trying to do a little test to try to figure out, like, you know, where my family comes from. Huh. How are you doing that? Uh, something with tubes and such, natural philosophy, I don't know. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of stuff with, uh, with blood, you know? I heard witches actually have their powers because they got the demonic bloodline. You know, like Ticherosi, but I was to say. What about non-Ticherosi witches? Hard to say. I, I, I don't quite understand where uh, just a normal Ticherosi person and uh, a witch, you know, where, where's the difference? Where's the overlap? But demons is different, you know, just like people. You know, Leviathan and one of those little guys. Ooh. What in tarnation? Uh, they uh, run off immediately. <laughs> I wonder what it said. Yeah, I mean, that must have been exciting. He, like, he got real up in arms real fast. Maybe he's Titerosi himself. Oh, you think? Oh, that mm-hmm. could be interesting. You know, maybe he's got, like, a whole adventure he's setting off on. <laughs> yeah, maybe this is going to be a real moment of self-discovery for him. Yeah. Oh, man, maybe we'll hear about his adventures in some sort of weird Patreon side. <laughs> what is going on? I'm going to put this guy as a passenger on the train. You're sure. going to have to continue his We're going to have to continue his saga. We're gonna, yeah, if you remember him. I'm writing him down. I have a list on my phone now. Okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I think I think with that, can end this layover. Hell yeah. A long one. A long one, a lot about family. It's about family. Family. It's about family and Mr. Geist's creepy proclivities. Yeah, those two things. I'm having a lot of fun with this. And Mr. it's Geist. about cock. Mm-hmm. Oh, and cock. And cock. And cock. Pride of Nusqual is now arriving. Please allow all passengers to exit the train before boarding. This has been Ghosts on a Train, a podcast with the Faustian Nonsense Network, where we played Ghost Lines, an RPG written and designed by John Harper. Music by Sebastian Black and TJ Woods. Edited by Greg Corobus, with Creative Commons Zero Sounds from freesound.org. And additional sound design by Kai Gwillem Pritchard. Our cover art is by Yoshiko Agresta. Your line balls for this trip were... Andrew Anderson, badge name Dunville. Played by me, Hannah Levin. Adric, a.k.a. Drix, badge name Colburn, played by me, Stefan Lewis. Pippin Pip McKeel, badge name McKeel, played by me, Guys What Bell. And I have been your conductor, Greg Corobus. For bonus content, as well as behind the scenes, become a patron of the Faustian Nonsense Patreon. And in lieu of monetary support, a review on your favorite podcatcher will help Ghosts on a Train maintain visibility. If you have any questions about the Pride of Duskwall or additions to suggest for the train, please email them to ghosttrainpod at gmail.com or contact us on Twitter at ghosts underscore train. And I'll have Candace bring them to the line bowls. Thank you for riding with us, and please consider traveling with us again next time. I, my thing about Mr. Geist, my thing about Mr. Geist, right, is like, okay, Geist Brand Gaming, that's like the first thing. But then you got him to commission the Geist, Geist Brand Ghost Grabbing Gloves for like doing some shady shit. So I just, I'm loving this toy 
nightmare capitalist. I don't know. He's gonna get. I'm gonna get weird if there's any more Mister Guys. Good. <laughs> That's all I want. Check it out in Scotland. Maybe in Scotland, let's report directly to Mister Guys. What if the Bay and Beyblade was for Bezos? Actually, see, I'm a God. I'm imagining him more as like the guy who runs a. Uh, what is it? Uh, the the. Hold on. Which sinister corporation, real or fictional? The real. The the one who's just like, if you change the price on the hot dogs, I will kill everyone. The Costco, the Costco guy. guy. Costco. I'm imagining him to be like the Costco guy. Where just if like, if you change the price on the effing hot dog, I will kill. Just you. like straight up, just yeah. like kind of, kind of shady, mostly like just sitting in the background. Stay in character, uh, Ramira. And, <laughs> surprisingly decent on like certain topics but like the only time that you're ever gonna hear about them is when just like there's something objectively insane god i i can never get enough of hot dog man this program was brought to you by a network of dedicated artists with creative souls just like just like yours 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 yours. faustian nonsense thanks you for your patronage just like yours